Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus. I am here with Kaunda. We are going to get straight into the Post Up Podcast. We are talking about some really fun topics this week. We're going to ask a question about the Phoenix Suns, whether or not they're the favorite to come out of the West. We're also going to talk about who our picks are. Uh, we're, we're going to go with three each for rising stars, uh, soon to be rising stars in the NBA. This is the Post Up Podcast. It is going to be a fantastic show. But before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of the podcast, Kaunda, how are you doing? I'm great. I was waiting for you to introduce me. Yeah, felt you, a bit left out there, but you know. It's what happens sometimes. <laughs> you know, we've got to pay the bills. Um, and speaking of that, make sure you follow all of our social media channels at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on, on Facebook, and www.postupzone.com. Make sure you listen to this podcast to the end. We'll have the Post Up Betting Corner powered by Bet.coza. Um, that's always great because we look at some games to, to take a bet on this weekend. Kaunda, um, I know you're good uh, because the Lakers have not been absolutely terrible. No. So, you know, that means that, that your week's we, looking up. We are trash adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> trash adjacent sounds fantastic and accurate. Um, speaking of a team that is not trash adjacent, um, the Phoenix Suns, I think yep. we really have to start, um, taking them into consideration here. You know, a lot of, 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 of smack was spoken about the Suns and, uh, you know, to, at the end of last season, you know, in terms of their run to the NBA finals and whether or not that was lucky, uh, you know, people will say, oh, they didn't play the full strength this, oh, people were injured here, there and the other. But the thing about the Suns is that they've showed themselves to be more than a competent team. They're mm-hmm. one of the best teams in the NBA. Didn't they finish uh, the regular season as the, the number one seed in, in the Western Conference last season? Yes, uh, I think so. I stand corrected, but I think they did. Uh, it was just unfortunate that uh, they faced a Milwaukee Bucks uh, squad that was just you know, determined to get that chip. Giannis was out of this world. He was playing um, God-level uh, basketball. I was about to say but he was a Nigerian Greek god. Yes, you know, it was one of those. <laughs> they're going to erect a, a statue of him on Mount Olympus. But the thing about, about that, and when you say uh, unfortunately, is that unfortunately for Suns fans yeah. uh, and Chris Paul, um, you know, they didn't win the, the chip last year. Whereas for, for Bucks fans, they're like, look, <laughs> there's nothing unfortunate about our team winning. Uh, we did what we needed to do. But the Phoenix Suns this season um, are really just on a tear. As we record this, they are still riding high on a 17-game winning streak. And they've just been sensational. Um, They beat the Golden State Warriors in the most recent game. And that was one of the best games of the season. What did you think of that one? Cyrus, I mean, I I stayed up for that game or woke up for that game. Because, you know, those are the two juggernauts on the West right now. Mm -hmm. If you look at the Phoenix Suns, they literally want to burn everybody inside. And the Golden State State Warriors want to vanquish anybody that comes in their direction. So, Cyrus, it's actually very interesting. And as we speak right now, as we record, they have the same record. Yeah. So they're both sitting at top of the Western Conference, right? Yeah, with the Suns, uh, obviously, on a head-to-head basis. Um, yeah, edging them a little bit. Yeah. But, but, but that just goes to show you that the, the, the Suns did not let their shoulders drop after they lost to, to the Milwaukee mm. Bucks. And when they came into this season, uh, I, I, I think even uh, the coach had to speak to them and say, look, uh, we almost got it, and we're still the same. The core remains the same. Yeah, and and, and I like the fact that they've added Javel McGee to 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 their lineup of big men because, as as much as, as they had presence in the paint with the with their young big man, uh, DeAndre, the, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Ayton 
DeAndre Ayton was, I think, 90% of what they needed. Now they've added JaVale McGee, who's got experience in winning chips and playing yeah. in the paint and rim protecting. Yeah. He's a great Offensive, great, defensive, great rebounder. So, I mean, hasn't he won chips with the Warriors and the Lakers? Yes, he has. He has. So, um, so he's no stranger to going, you know, the distance. Winning situations. Absolutely. So, um, so, so, so I'm not actually too surprised that they're performing the way they're performing. Look, I, and it shouldn't be a surprise as such. I mean, you know, the thing for me about what's happening with the Suns is, yes, they started the season fairly slowly. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of losses to really make everybody start thinking, nah, it was a fluke. They, they just don't have it in them. And then they've started to hit their stride. And when you look at, the, you know, their big three at the moment and Chris Paul, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, those guys are playing at a really high level. And I think sort of an individual stats perspective, mm-hmm. they're performing. I mean, you know, you look at somebody like Chris Paul, he's always going to be up in the assist numbers. Uh, Devin Booker, the scoring numbers. And Aiton gives you some of those defensive uh, numbers as well. Cyrus, Chris Paul, for his age, let's, let's not forget that, you know, we, we always make fun of, you know, LeBron being in the league for 19 years and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you, we forget that Chris Paul has been around for 16 years. And he's doing Gosh. some stuff that he should have been only doing maybe in his first five, six years. Yeah, yeah. But he, he's been in the league for 16 years. He's, what, 36 years old now? Yep. He's 36 years old. Cyrus averaging 14.5 points, 10.1 re- assists, which makes him one of the assist leaders. Actually, on the assist, um, he, he does make an appearance on the, the assist leaders. And can you believe he's a walking double-double at the age of 36 on such a young team? It's it's incredible, and and it also goes to show you that veteran experience is so important. Yep. Because you know you can't you can't replicate that with a young guy. You know, there's nope. stuff that Chris Paul does in a game where you, he almost feels like you're like, check this out, young fella. You know, <laughs> with and, and, and my corrections are: he is the assist leader per game with ten point one assists a game. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, you know, yes, we've got the age factor behind yep. it, but not just that. You know. He's been doing this for so long, so it's the longevity factor that that's also really in- incredible about what Chris Paul has been doing. Mm-hmm. I want to say this though that you know, yes, they've got the the sort of big three, yeah. um, and you mentioned last season in the finals and Aiton not quite being able to to sort of get them across the line, and that's why Javale McGee is so important to them. They 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 played a lot um, with Aiton as their primary big, and you know the the guys behind him with Kaminsky who really just wasn't at the level that they needed to be him to be at in the finals. But he's a very, very good um But you do remember Frank was injured for a bit, bit of the postseason. So yeah, yeah. We, we, we didn't see a 100% Frank Kaminsky. So. No, exactly. And, and it wasn't just that because, you know, they they also had injuries that, that played their part in, you know, whether they would play small ball or not, you mm-hmm. know. So it's, it's really quite incredible to see just how different things have been for um for the Suns this season because the young guys are just going for it they're absolutely going for it and um you know the likes of 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 um you know like one of my favorite things is is looking at the the Suns and going how many Camerons can you have you know (laughs) like Cameron Johnson and Cameron Payne those guys have just also elevated their games um you know miles uh, Mikael bridges has also been fantastic for them so the overall squad is really good and you see that when players like like devon booker got, got injured in that game against the warriors mm-hmm. and the suns were able to still hold on 
um, and beat a team as high flying as the Warriors. Look, Cyrus, I, I, with Devin Booker first, because I'll mention Devin Booker because he's right up there on you know on my list of favorite active players at the moment. Mm. And even if he wasn't active, Cyrus, Devin Booker, I remember when Kobe told him to be great, and and, and I think it took that. Uh, very seriously, yeah, and, and and the sneakers he was given, the Kobe's, which was signed by Kobe, and ever since he came into the league, he's been one of those elite scorers, and and mm. not just scorers, but just all round players. Devin Booker's got presence; he's got that mid range down yeah. to a T, and, and thank goodness he's playing uh, with another great mid range shooter in Chris Paul. But yeah. Devin Booker is just he's a scoring machine when he gets going, and I and I like that about him, and I think he contributes a, a lot to to that squad. He's not yet what I'd consider a vet. But he does have enough experience to, to, you know, to get the younger guys yeah. following his lead, you know. And obviously they're following Chris Paul at the moment. But still, Devin Booker to me is a is an integral piece. Now you oh, mentioned definitely. the two cams, and and let me be the first to admit there was a time that I thought, look, that season the 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 the, the Suns had made it to the postseason. This is the first time they 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 had made it to 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 the Western Conference Finals, right? Yeah. Uh, now they were they were they were going for it now. No, no. It, well, will you say it, first it was time. Like the Clippers who had made it for the, the yeah, first no, time? Yeah, no, but for but, for a while, for a while, for, the first been time there for before, a while. Yeah. Now this time they were facing the ultimate challenge, right? Yeah. They, they were taking on the, the the Bucks for the championship, and I thought maybe it was just the adrenaline and the motivation that had Cam Johnson and campaign performing at that level, you know? Because sometimes, and I always say this, you do have your Della Vadova moments. So, <laughs> the but, hating on Delhi. I know. Sorry, Delhi. It's not personal, but it's just a great example because I saw Delhi go up and then down. But they've come back this season, and I'm picking on the two cams because you mentioned the two cams, right? Yeah. And they're showing that, no, it wasn't a fluke. We can do this. We, we can perform at that level. But, we can, we've got the energy. We've got the motor. And to me, it's very impressive. I mean, I'm mm. not even seeing them uh, using a veteran guard like... Um, Alfred Payton, because I thought, okay, yeah, no, a veteran. He's a vet now, Cyrus. He's a vet. He's been around Alfred seven Payton years. Alfred Payton is not a vet, but yes, he's got league experience. He's got league experience. Like, let me give him league experience. But 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 you know, yeah. uh, twenty-seven years old, a, a year or a year more than campaign and uh, many more years more than cam johnson yeah so to them he's that big brother so maybe i should have used the expression big brother, big brother right? yeah maybe they should have used the big brother god but no <laughs> the, the, these guys are actually you know uh, stepping up and i think this is what we're we're wanting to see from them in fact have we answered the question are the sons the favorites in the west cyrus um as a guy who supported LeBron for a while, mm -hmm. I also know never to bet against the Warriors unless they're just <laughs> performing terribly. And and the Warriors have have come out guns blazing, even without Clay Thompson and James Wiseman being a hundred percent back yeah. on that squad. Yeah. And and I can only see problems coming when and I mean problems for other teams yeah. coming when those two players return. But at the moment I also can't totally count the suns out of you know surprising sounds, us again that sounds like the fence calendar yes i'm sitting right on it <laughs> <laughs> so answer the question do you think that the suns are the favorites no i think the favorites i'm gonna keep it all the way real right now are the golden state warriors Okay. I mean, look, uh, there's no shame in admitting that counter. There's no like a club you've got to join and tell people, oh my goodness, I think the Warriors might win. But I, I do think that, um, I, I think I agree with you. 
I think the Warriors are the favorites here. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say one thing as a caveat. And okay. this, is, this is me now go head, heading to your fence. Um, you're, you're on the wall. Forget yeah. the fence. <laughs> <laughs> the John Wall. <laughs> um, the thing with the Suns is that I think that they're really well coached. They've mm-hmm. got a really good roster. Oh. And, you know, we're seeing the best of Chris Paul. We're seeing uh, Devin Booker play at a really high level. And DeAndre Ayton just kept, keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. And in that game against the Warriors, I mean, Ayton had a double-double, 24 points, 11 yep. rebounds. Um, that's the kind of production that you'd need. And I think that what the Suns have are certain key players who can perform in certain matchups yep. and do well um, against certain teams. Like, the Warriors don't have a center that can match a DeAndre Ayton um, for size, strength, and and all of that. Kevon Looney does as good as he can. Mm-hmm. But even in that game against the Suns, you look at Kevon Looney's numbers and you're like, okay, Kevon, so you played 17 minutes and you got five points and six rebounds. Intangibles. And, and one size, intangibles. Yeah. And sometimes those intangibles, you know, are also indecipherables. But <laughs> but I think the thing is, is that my argument still remains around how important DeAndre Ayton is mm-hmm. for them as uh, as the Suns. So I think that the Suns have got the versatility to take out a lot of different opponents. They could play small and kill you with the guys that they have. They could play a little bit bigger mm-hmm. and allow the likes of DeAndre Ayton and Angevale McGee to do their thing. Yep. So I, I think that when you look at it from a favorites perspective, I'm mm-hmm. not saying the Suns are definitely the favorites out in the West, but what they have going in their, for, uh, in their favor is the ability to even change things up if they need to. Okay, so what you basically just said... That, I agree with uh, you, and uh, we should have just kept it at that. Uh, the Warriors are a big man away from just being the clear favorites. Basically. basically okay. that, that's what I believe anyway. Um, <laughs> and maybe that big man could be James Wiseman, because you don't want to give up too much to try and bring somebody in. Yeah. And, and who do you let go um, no, at no. the Warriors? But I do think that the Suns should definitely be taken very, very, very seriously. And it would not surprise me if this Suns team made it to the NBA Finals again. Look, I was about to say, I, although I'm putting, on my side, I'm putting the, the, the Warriors as a clear favorite, but don't be surprised if the Suns shock people once again. Yeah. Because they're on another chair and they, they could just surprise people and, and they'll be like, who you got in the East? You know what's really interesting though? And, and I mean, this is stuff that I like when I look at the analytics, right? Mm-hmm. You look at the Suns, they're fourth in points per game. Yep. They're fourth in assists per game. They're seventh in opponent rebounds per game. Um, and they're 15th in rebounds per game, right? So that's a, your, your general traditional stats. Yep. But when you look at the advanced stats, and this is the thing that, that makes for interesting reading for the Suns, is that in offensive rating, they're behind the Warriors. Um, the Warriors are third in offensive rating. And the Suns are sixth. In that top 10, interestingly, in offensive rating, you've got the Jazz as first, Hawks as second, Warriors third, Trailblazers as fourth, the Hornets as fifth, and then the Suns. But where things get super interesting is when you look at defensive rating. And the Suns and the Warriors are not the biggest teams. Mm -mm. The Suns do have a couple of big guys on them. But the Warriors have got the best defensive rating in the NBA, followed by the Phoenix Suns, who have got the second best defensive rating. So you can see that they're winning a lot of their games by being active on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's how you win a lot of the basketball games. Make sure you're stopping your opponents from scoring as much as they want and then get the buckets that you need to get. And I think that's what's been really critical for the Suns. 
Yeah, no, Cyrus. Look, I mean, we forget that they've got guys who are defensively ferocious, like Jay Crowder, and then you, you've got rim protectors like, you know, your JaVale McGee's, and even Chris Paul. He might be grandpa Chris Paul to some, but he's still got those active hands. That so, he does. So, 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 you know, defensively, and Devin Booker himself, he's actually, he's a big guard. He, yeah. he, he might be, uh, you know, he might deceive you on, on screen and look kind of average, but he's actually he's quite a tall five. guy. Yeah, he's actually quite a tall guy. And for a guard, that's a good size to have on mm. the offensive and on the defensive side. So, no, true. Defensively, so he's not great, but, you know, he's got but, the size. But he's got the size and the presence. I mean, mm. if only he would apply it a little bit more, but look, Cyrus, he's not a, an easy guy to get past. That's also true. He's that's not also true. <laughs> Hating on Kemba Walker. I see the hate is strong with this one. Um, but I, I think then we've definitely come to the decision that in terms of the West, mm -hmm. the Warriors are the favorites still. Yes, but they can be surprised or shocked by the Suns. So if, if the Warriors are out of this conversation, who do you think the favorites are? Do you think it's, it is the Suns? The Suns so it's Warriors one, Suns second. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, I mean, that's interesting. And hopefully all of the teams in the NBA stay healthy. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a heck of a lot of really weird injuries coming up, people fracturing thumbs and, you know, obviously then entering protocols and that sort of thing. So, you know, we don't want any of that to, to form part of the discussion as we go forward when we look at, Not at all. the best players and the best teams in the NBA. So, Kaunda, we've dealt with the Phoenix Suns. Yes. Now let's go into the topic that we've been going back and forth about for a bit. Um, and, and let's explain it a little bit here so, so everybody gets what we're going with here. So we're, we're looking, we've got a crystal ball out. Yep. We're saying five years into the future, we want to know who some of the superstar names are going to be. Now, obviously, we know in five years' time, we're going to be talking about the Yanises because he's, he's not going to be that much older. No. He'll be like 31. Luca. Luca. We also know he's already an all, a superstar, an all-star. Trey. Trey you Young, know. yeah, definitely. So those guys really sort of fall within the bracket of we know they are stars. Mm -hmm. But in terms of our discussion... We're looking at players who we feel will take that leap and suddenly become superstars within the next five years. People who we'll be talking about on a nightly basis. I'm going to let you go first with your three picks. A subject after my own heart. Because we all know where you're going with your first pick. We all know. We all know, right? Um, a guy who has been condemned to be Zambian yes. uh, just by association. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes <laughs> it happens. Okay, so you want my, my, my top please, three? Please, please. Um, so, with no surprises, with the first pick. <laughs> in, in, in the favorites to in, be in the favorites draft. To be draft uh, Jamarant from the Memphis Grizzlies. Of mm. course, you know I was going to He's a great pick. He's a great, great pick. And, and number two. Because I always told you to respect my uncle and you didn't want to. So now mm -hmm. my uncle's wearing the I told you so caps to games. <laughs> Lamelo Ball. Yeah. And uh, at number three, I got to give it to Anthony Edwards. I think I think he was a great pickup for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And, and he, he's going to be one of the, the faces yeah. to look at going forward. And I'm sure... Cat is happy to to have him there. You know, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns is the face of the Timberwolves, but mm -hmm. it's it's nice to have a wingman with that much energy, a high yeah. flyer. I mean, what else could a big man ask for than a guard that does what Anthony Edwards does? No, definitely, dude, definitely. And uh, let's unpack your your selections here because mm -hmm. I think they really are superb. And when you look at 
you know, um, the likes of Ja Morant, who at this point, it might even be debatable that he's already a star. But, you know, he's, <laughs> he's starting to, to really get to that next level. Mm-hmm. And, and seeing what he's able to do, it's just, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, I know that I, g- I gave you a hard time when you said he's going to be the new Allen Iverson. I still think that that's a ridiculous com- Look, comparison. Look, I'm, I'm still getting... Uh, uh Social media backlash on that one, but uh, look, <laughs> as you should, as you should. But he does; he definitely has a heck of a lot of talent and skill. Yep. I love the look of him, and and I think he is going to be a superstar, bar none. Um, you look at Lamelo Ball and what he's already achieving, so mm-hmm. young into his career, and you just you can't see anything stopping him, other than maybe you know potentially I'm going to touch wood here. Um, things that might happen with his body. I don't want to use the I word. No, um, no, no. We don't want to do that, no. Cyrus. And as we record this, uh, um, I don't know if you caught the highlights because I caught the game. It was um, Charlotte Hornets versus the M- Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that last-minute finish. And he's going toe-to-toe with the likes of Giannis. With, you know? Giannis, I mean, that, that, that tray that he scored right at the end there, but Giannis was like, I got an answer for this. Yeah. <laughs> How's this Euro step to, <laughs> to close off the game? But it just shows you a career game by LaMelo Ball, fearless, a uh, young leader of, of a mm. squad. And, you know, to, to live up to, and, and I'll say this again, to live up to your dad's hype. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a heck it's a, of a thing. It's a right? heck of a thing because your your dad's been hyping you up and, and and all sorts. I mean, you've got the talent, and then it, the the interesting thing is, uh, Lavar Ball did mention that the youngest of the balls mm-hmm. is the better one of the Ball yeah, brothers. Yeah, and, and, and look at him; he is actually comparatively the best of the three. No, the, I don't even know if it's up for debate right now. The, his skill set, his ability. Are you, are you hating on Lonzo? Uh, I ain't hating. I'm just Lonzo telling the truth. Lonzo's playing well, but Lamelo has just got everything. He's mm. got he's got the passing. He's got the shooting. He's got the size. He's got yep. the speed. You know, he's just got everything. He's the, he's the total package. And, and the suits and the Lamborghinis. Oh, well, you know, he's got those. If you want to put those in there, <laughs> you know, he's definitely got those. Red suit, red Lamborghini. And and I think that's what, why it's so important for us to 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 look at him as being you know the guy. And I mean he is a rookie of the year uh, award winner, winner. Yeah. and the guy he beat out, who you mentioned, Anthony Edwards, is just so impressive. You know when you look at him, I mean he's what uh, second year, yep. Uh, so he's a sophomore player in the NBA. He's doing some incredible things at the Timberwolves. He's as fearless as they come, same as 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 Lamelo Ball. Yeah, and I think that might be a theme all going through this list is that yeah, these all guys my, are fearless. All my three picks, Cyrus Jamarant goes to like this hard grinding team in in, in, in Memphis, mm. and, and and he just grinds hard. Cyrus twenty four points a game, five point six rebounds. 6.8 assists. He's a young guard. He 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 would dunk over anybody, including LeBron, Steph, Giannis, yeah, yeah. if they give him the chance. And I, that like that fearlessness. That that that's the same thing I see in Lamelo Ball, especially with 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 the target that came with yeah. with, with, with with his uh, you know dad hyping him up, and he had a target on his back just like his brothers did when they entered the league. It's a pity, Leangelo. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, and and then you got Anthony Edwards as well. Very hyped up, lived up to the hype. Target on the back, small market, but still making such a big impact mm. that you can't talk about the NBA right now and talk about young stars without, without talking about Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, and I think he still thinks he's playing in the nineties because he's racking up those posters, Cyrus. <laughs> I mean, if we're not careful, <laughs> he is. might put us on a poster, oh, which look, would be one of the easiest I mean, things to I, do. I'll but. tell you something: 
I'd love to be on a poster. Uh, you know, let Anthony <laughs> Edwards dunk on me. It's Just all good. Rights. I'm fine with it. Let's make that happen. Okay, so we've had your picks, right? Those are your three. Now, mine deviate a little bit okay. uh, from yours. And um, I, I say a little bit. It's a lot of bit. So, I do agree with your selections. Yes. I'm going with a couple of different picks. The first one for me is almost a no-brainer. Shea Gilgis Alexander. He's uh, been so impressive. We don't like him at the Lakers, but yes. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to like him. <laughs> you just have to respect him, Pounder. That's all he's asking for, right? Just R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's what you want, you know? That's all he's asking for. All right. No, no, I can't, I can't argue but with Shea, him. Shea is great. Uh, I'll, I'll name the other two, and then I'll, I'll give you some of the reasons behind. Mm-hmm. So, Shea, the other one for me, we're, we're going back to the Cavaliers here. Oh, I see where you're going. And it isn't even who you might think it is. Don't tell me it's not part of Sexyland. It is Darius Garland. Ah, Darius. Well, I thought you would say Colin Sexton, to, no, me, to, to be honest. No, it, Colin Sexton, he, he's, he's good, but he's not Darius Garland. He's not good. Da- I think Darius, Darius Garland. Garland really, really, really is um, a, a great player. Though, it's a tough one because it's a toss-up between him and another rookie. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the thing. I don't really want to put rookies in, in, in this just yet because we don't quite know what they're going to be. But Darius Garland looks like he's got everything that you'd need in a lead guard. Mm-hmm. Um, he scores well, passes well. He's just, he's active. He's always involved. And he's the player that the Cavaliers will definitely keep on their roster. Yep. They're not looking at, at, at potentially trading him. They're looking at potentially trading uh, Colin Sexton. So mm-hmm. Darius Garland is the, is the other one. And the final one is a rookie. Ooh. So hedging those bets, are we? You know, it's, it's, this guy, there's something that I've seen in him. I hope he doesn't go the route of the Obi Toppins and Kevin Knoxes. <laughs> but Scotty Barnes at the Toronto Raptors. Ooh, how did I miss out Scotty Barnes? Cyrus, you got me there. He's just started his career. He's really, it's so, so early to be calling him uh, a potential superstar. But what I've seen from Scotty Barnes in terms of his activity, mm-hmm. the skill set that he has, the motor that he has, and the joy that he plays with. Yeah. I think Scotty Barnes is going to be a superstar in the NBA. And um, and and you heard it here first. You okay, know. okay, Cyrus. Uh, first of all, you, 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 I, I can't argue with Darius Garland because, you know, um, I've just seen what he's been doing and, and, and he's fantastic. And, and your first pick was? Shea Gilgis Alexander. I was actually quite baffled when the Clippers let him go. Because mm. I could see him being a future of that Clippers. He was already franchise. so good when yeah. he was there. But but why they let him go? Well, we know why. I mean, in essence, you know, they had to get Paul George. Paul George, I and guess. And you've got to give up an asset. Mm. And, and Shea was that guy. Lord. But now your third player. I want to ask you this. How do you know he's not going to uh, like fall, fall victim to that sophomore curse? Because Cyrus, you don't know. so many of these fantastic players have come into the league. And by the time they reach the second year, you're like... Is that the same guy? So I'm going to say something right about that in particular. Mm -hmm. I think that certain organizations, you can sort of back them to bring the best out of a a, a player. Of a player, yeah. And I think the Toronto Raptors are that kind of organization. The way they develop their youngsters is second to none. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they really just, they they let these guys grow on the NBA hardwood. And, um, you know, what you see with them is that they're not afraid to let these guys go out and do stuff. Scotty Barnes is a starter. He's a starter at the Raptors. 
And not to say that the Raptors are a great team, but this is a good team. And they've got older players who could definitely be taking those spots. Mm-hmm. But Scotty Barnes is just like, no, don't worry. I got this. He's shown a level of maturity that you wouldn't expect from somebody his age. Yep. And he's just, his skill set, all of that, his length, his ability, it's just incredible for me. I, I think Scotty Barnes is going to be a superstar. Um, and I don't even know, th- there's a few things that could get in the way of that. But I think he's level-headed enough to understand that if he just keeps focused, he's going to get there. So those are my picks. Masai Ujiri, I hope you're listening. Cyrus said it first. Uh, so well, I, I wish I wish it was me, but clearly the, the Raptors <laughs> know exactly what they're doing because they they picked him higher than than, than expected. No, you, you said it first in Africa. And if well, there's any I don't trade, even know if that's trade value, Cyrus needs his 30%. We, we're just putting it out there. Yeah, I will take that. But I, I think we've got to give a shout out to... Uh, to, to um, is it Patrick Engelbrecht? Yes, yes. You know, the scout, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, he's been doing lead scout stuff at the Raptors for a while. He's mm-hmm. left there uh, since, hasn't he? I um, think so. But but our friend uh, Maktanjai also is involved yeah. uh, with so, a bit of scouts. So, so all of the scouts there at the Raptors, they they knew Scotty Barnes is that guy. And so when they made that pick, they were like, look, it's a no-brainer for us. Others were like, what, Jalen Suggs? And he's like, hm, don't worry. Hold, hold my Raptors t-shirt. <laughs> so, yeah, Scotty Barnes is that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Counter, those are our picks. Let's get into uh, the post-up betting corner. Can, can, can I give an honorable mention before we go into the betting corner? Yeah. I only say the name. You can say yes or no, but I know you're going to say yes. I've also got another honorable mention, so yes, go for it. De'Aaron Fox. <sighs> Look, you know I'm a Fox guy, right? Yeah. You know I'm a Fox guy. Um, as long as it's not Fox News, but Fox, <laughs> yes. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox guy. I, I, I love the guy. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I would have said yes if this was last year. Uh-huh. Maybe even earlier this year, I would have said yeah, 100%. Wow. Um, he's 23. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think that he's got the ability to really become a superstar. but Or rather, an all-star. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a superstar. There's, there's just something that, that hasn't quite ticked over. He needs to turn a switch, Cyrus, and I think yeah. he will. No, I, I, I think that he, he's got the ability to. Um, and maybe it's the situation at the Kings, you know, where he's like, man, I've been doing this. So, you know, he, you know, he might be a little tired from, from all of the exertion of, of having to carry the team at points. Mm-hmm. So, but he does have the potential to do it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see you on that. And I'll be like, okay, fine. I get you. For me. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. I've got two. No, honorables. you're only allowed one. Two honorables. Brat. Okay. If injuries stop plaguing this guy. Ooh, okay. I see you. Michael Porter Jr. I, I must say, I almost agree, but he, he much like what you said about De'Aaron Fox, Michael Porter Jr. needs to turn that corner De'Aaron before Fox he becomes a superstar. 23, right? Yes. And uh, Michael Porter Jr.? I don't know. 21? Okay, so uh, I'll give you his age now. But the thing with MPJ, <laughs> he's 23 as well. Okay. But don't you agree that he needs to turn that corner? This is his second, what, third season in the league? Still, Cyrus, this was the guy they were saying is the second coming of LeBron James. Well, they said that when he was in high school. And because then the size, as he got, got it, bigger, yeah. they then said this is the second coming of Kevin Durant. He's 6'10". Lord have mercy. But, so, a, but a big 6'10", I guess. 
No, nah, I mean six ten, he's not as, kilos. He's not, he's not as small as a kid. No, he's right? not. He's not. He's not the slim reaper. Yeah. But um, the thing for me is, MPJ has got all of the traits you'd expect. Mm-hmm. The only problem was obviously his body's just given him absolute nightmares, and you know him having to have a back surgery again now. Oh, not man, helping things at all. Yeah, heartbreaking. But I do think that he's got the shooting ability. He needed to to take the ball to the rack a lot more, mm-hmm. which is something we didn't see. And I was hoping to see that start to improve this season. Yeah, uh, because he's got the size. He can bully people if, yeah. if if he plays that way. He's been bailing teams out by just standing at the three point line and hitting jump shots. Mm-hmm. And he's got the ability to get in there and mix it up. So hopefully his body plays, uh, uh, you know, the way we, we hope that it does. And, and true, he true, and he true. you know manages to get through this. But Michael Porter Jr. I've believed in this guy from from when he I first saw him. It's just injuries have been an absolute nightmare. Um, but yeah, on that great note, <laughs> <laughs> who's your second one, Sport Brett? Evan Mobley. Ooh, of the Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers. Yeah. Um, what a great guy that is. Uh, he, wow. Look, when I look at his Manute Ball-esque legs, <laughs> I, I always think Mobley is a few meals behind. But I won't argue with you because I mean, he's got court presence and he everything. gets up and down that court like, he, wow. He, he can shoot. He can he can rebound. He, he can defend. He can defend offensive rebounds. Defensive. Yeah. No, no, I won't. I won't. I won't argue you, with you. You use minute ball. I say Chris Bosh, but um, yeah, you know, Chris Bosh's legs did. No, they didn't look like that. But mm. I'm talking about the playing style. Okay, fine. <laughs> you, you'll be out here looking at NBA players' legs and comparing them. You know, twenty. 25 years apart, uh, you know, I mean, if not more. But, yeah, we, we see you, Calendar. Okay, let's get into our post-up betting corner, powered by Betcoza. Uh, there are five games to watch this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll go th- through them relatively quickly. Calendar, the first one is the rematch of the Titanic tussle that we saw the other day. So, early Saturday morning, 5 a.m. Central African time. You've got the Phoenix Suns facing the Golden State Warriors at Chase Center in San Francisco. It's it's gonna be another humdinger. Steph will not be as trash as he was in Phoenix. <laughs> we hope. Uh, but Cyrus, for this <laughs> one, uh, I I can't bet against uh, Steph at home. Um, he 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 had a bad game. Yeah, I think that was one of his lowest performing games in his career, mm. and, and, and that's why they lost. But uh, I think he's angry in a good way. Yeah, and, and I think he's got a point to prove. Like, don't forget. I'm the baby face assassin. So I, I think that's this is why definitely... he keeps growing face first. So, you, don't, <laughs> he, you know, he looks a little older, like Leonardo DiCaprio. Nah, um, Cyrus, this y- is a warrior's You win. said something interesting, and, and this is completely off basketball, which is crazy on this podcast. But what's good crazy? Is that like the Hulk? Like good angry? Yes. You that's, know, right, like, that, that's like the Hulk. <laughs> that, that, that is like, uh, like you, you know, just when you... So, so not Isaiah Stewart angry. But, no, but like, no, you know, no, no. You know, I, I'll just watch me get mad and I'll perform. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I agree with you. I think the Warriors will take that one. It's at home. I was actually thinking that the Warriors might get a road win when they played the Suns. And, you know, clearly the Suns are, are really good at home. And um, But I do think that the Suns' defense is what really stopped Steph. And we might see that again in this one. But I do think the Warriors will take that one. Actually, same time as that game is another really big game. And that's the Clippers taking on the Lakers. But why is it big, Cyrus? Because it's big in L.A. It's, it's the two L.A. franchises. There's nothing big about the Clippers, Cyrus. 
This this is a wow. this is a wow. I'm a Lakers fan. There is nothing big about the Clippers. Whatever's big about the Clippers is currently sitting on the bench because it's injured and it's called Kawhi <laughs> Leonard. Cyrus, oh, okay. this is a one-sided affair. Okay, so this is Lakers for you all day. Huh? All day. Don't let me say that phrase that you always diss me about. Uh huh. But Paul George. He, he ain't that guy, that guy right now. Okay. <laughs> Look, I mean, interestingly, the guy who is that guy is singing wait, at home because uh, you wait, know he's, he's under protocols. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Like I might be eating humble pie on a, on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> I think you might be. There's, there's very little to separate these teams, though. I mean, like because the Clippers lost uh, to the Kings, something that the Lakers have done as well. Um, they're, they're half a game separating the Lakers and the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I think they're as bad as each other, and that's what makes this a good game. Yeah, the, the, the Lakers and the Clippers have been that T-word called trash. But yeah. still, I'm Lakers all day on this one. Look, and that's fine. Day. I mean, I'm not going to ask you to change your ways and suddenly become a decent human being. Never. But what I will say, though, <laughs> is that you know, you, you're you going to be hating on these guys, the Lakers, so much. Uh, the Lakers, the Clippers so much that... You, you you might get caught out. Uh, you know, so is this a home game or an away game at Staples Center? <laughs> it's both. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the main team taking on the team that lives in the basement. Okay. Look, the, the head tells me that lives in the basement. My gosh. Um, <laughs> Kawhi pays the rent. <laughs> I think it's Steve Ballmer. He pays for everything. Um, but I do think, though, that... My head tells me the Lakers will win this easily. And then I look at the Lakers again and I say, these guys have struggled to beat just about everybody. It would not surprise me if they struggled to can, beat the Clippers. Can, can I tell you something that will surprise you? Uh-huh. Most times the Lakers play better without LeBron. Yes. And, and we've and, also and, seen and them this, this season that they don't play better without LeBron. They were cr- screaming for LeBron to come back. But I, I, I think recently, especially the, the, the previous win, they, uh-huh. they, they showed that they could win without LeBron, and I, I think they're going to do it again. Yeah. It was a hard-fought victory against the Kings. So I'm going with the Clippers on this one. Who I think beat the Clippers. The Clippers. Yeah. yeah. And the Kings have also beaten the Lakers before. So we you know, just it's, gave it's them one those of those. Games. Yeah, of course. Everybody loves to dish yes. out things to the Kings. Um, yeah, I'm going Clippers in that one. Saturday night, though, um, really early game for us um in central african time it's 8 p.m and it's the nuggets taking on the knicks now that wouldn't necessarily be a marquee matchup but at that time we can watch that without worrying about you know whether or not we're going to get enough sleep (laughs) now the nuggets taking on the knicks this is at madison square garden at the mecca Mm -hmm. cyrus um i'm a nuggets fan yeah but the knicks have been impressive Big shout out to Julius Randle, who's been complaining that he's not getting those calls. Please give him those calls, even though he's a big guy. Okay. So here, I'm going to go with the home S- team. Sounds like somebody in Randburg basketball, you know. <laughs> no names mentioned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know who he, you are. He listens to this podcast. I, 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 I treasure my safety. Uh, <laughs> I, I go with the home team here, Cyrus. Madison Square Garden, the Knicks. So Knicks for you. Huh? Knicks, yeah. They've been, they've been, a, they've been a good team. And, and I and I think the Nuggets, they're still missing Jamal Murray, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, and they will be for so, a so, long so, time. So that, 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 that's a big piece for me. Them missing Jamal and, and and yeah, it's a big shout out to Nikola Jokic, but no. Uh, it's the MVP, Nikola Yeah, MVP, Nikola Jokic. Don't push me. I will push back. Yeah, yeah. And, and even get my brothers involved. Even if you boo me, I've played in Serbia, yeah. Nikola Jokic. Look, and I agree with you in terms of, you know, home court, Knicks, all of that stuff. And then I think about how many guys 
go to uh, MSG and suddenly become superstars as the visitors. You know, like there's something about the garden who it just brings out the, the best in the visiting teams. So I'm going to go against the grain here. Um, and and if anything, if you look at when when the, the markets do open on Bitcoza, you'll probably get good odds on the Knicks, on, on the Nuggets here. And, and when I say good, in terms of like the odds will favor you. A, mm-hmm. a small bet will win you some money. So I do think that a Nuggets pick is not a terrible one. And I'm going to go with the Nuggets here. So if I put ten bucks on the Nuggets here, I mean, look, you might lose ten bucks. That's the thing. But the markets aren't <laughs> open yet, so I can't tell you exactly what your returns will be. Okay, okay, but they should be pretty good. They should be pretty good. So I'm going Nuggets in that one. Sunday morning is another. Oh man, this game's so good. Heat versus Bucks, three a.m. Central African time, Sunday morning. Cyrus, I, I was gonna go with Heat because you, you know uh, I, I just I, I like the look of the Heat and 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 no hate towards the Bucks, but Cyrus, the, the Heat have got so many problems. I, I read that Bam Adebayo mm-hmm. has got up. a problem. Uh, uh, we, we, um, uh, another key, I, I think they got three key players that are out with injuries, yeah. including Jimmy Butler, including been, Jimmy been Butler also uh, handling some niggles. So they're, they're they're missing at least three key people. Ah. Tyler Hero also, yeah. I think, has got an issue. So those are three key pieces, Cyrus. Bam at the bar in the paint, Jimmy Butler all around, Tyler Hero by the perimeter. I think the Heat have got problems. I think i got to go with the Bucks on this one. Yeah, we're we are on the same page here. But even if the Heat were at full strength, I'm going Bucks in this one. I really? Think that, yeah. I think that the, 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 the Bucks have had this thing from, you know, when, when they got beaten in the bubble by the mm-hmm. Heat, and uh, they, they really hated that. So, you know, they came back last season in the postseason absolutely killed the heat and i think that the bucks just want to keep showing the heat yeah with that time you beat us in the bubble was a fluke when, when does the marcus cousins he started conclude? already has he, he started, started? He, has played, he, joined? he played yeah okay he's already played for the bucks he he played in the game in, in the win against the hornets in the win against the hornets uh, right. and i think he was like uh plus 14 in the minutes he was on okay um but the thing about this game is that who's going to stop Giannis? I can't think of anybody. On oh, Dennis Haslam. Oh, you Dennis Haslam. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the car park, you know, or with a banana skin he, uh, no, he, on the he way was to the for arena. An autograph. <laughs> Ooh. Mr. Haslam, we apologize. Okay, yeah. but we're going bucks in that one. Um, to round off uh, the weekend's fixtures, you've got NBA Sunday's clash, half past ten Central African time. It's the wow. Utah Jazz playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, Again, not like a traditional powerhouse in the Cavaliers, but the Jazz are also one of those who they'll be like, okay, we're facing Jared Allen. You've got the Twin Towers facing each other um, in terms of uh, the Stifle Tower mm-hmm. taking on... And the fro. Uh, the, the new the fro. fro. Yeah. Wow. Cyrus, this is a tough one for me. I, I, I would have thought, you know, a couple of seasons ago, it would have been an obvious choice. A bit of a walkover, yeah. But but this is a tough one for me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm calling this one 50-50, but because I have to make a choice and make that money on Bet.coza, um Oh, he's, he's, he's struggling with this decision. <laughs> I'm going with the home team. I'm going Cavaliers. Cavaliers. I'm going okay. Cavaliers. Okay, so a Cavs win for you. Um, you know... I, I would agree with you, and I've been waxing lyrical on two youngsters in the Cavs in, in Mobley and uh, and Darius Garland, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with the Jazz here. 
I think the Jazz have been, their form's been patchy. They really haven't been that great. But when you look at some of the, the, the analytics, I mean, like we were saying, the Jazz are up there in offensive rating. So, yep. you know, they're, they're a team that, that score points. They get wins when they need to. They've got a record of 14 and 7 in the West. Um, so, I think the Jazz have got that one. I think that's, that's, that's the Jazz's game to, to lose. So we made all of our picks calendar, um, and hopefully all of you who are listening to this will will take some of our, our stuff um, in advisement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe you're a calendar guy, maybe you're a Cyrus person. You know, you want to make your picks on on Bitcoza, That's what you'll do. But remember, no persons under the age of eighteen are permitted to gamble. Winners know when to stop. National Responsible Gambling Program is available for those who need it. 0800-006-008 or WhatsApp help on zero seven six six seven five. 0710. Um, Kanda, we come to the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, this is always my most bittersweet moment of, of, of the day because it's like, man, it's been so much fun. <laughs> of course. So I, I'm going to ask you just one very small, very quick question. Um, and it's always this. If you were the Phoenix Suns, would you be happy with the team that you've got right now? And try and go for a championship, or do you think you're trying to add one or two more pieces? I think I'd stick with the same squad, Cyrus. There seems to be some chemistry hap- happening there, which is great. And I think trying to, a- unless you're bringing in Yanis or someone, you know, you, you, you don't. No, you, that's, you don't, that's not happening. But you understand what I mean. You, you don't want to mess up that chemistry. I think it's working, and, and I'm a strong believer in that if it's working, leave it alone. And I think they, they've got the strength, they've got the youth and athleticism. They've got a couple of vets in there. They're fine. I think this squad has got championship potential. They've already shown us, right? Mm. No, I, 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 I'm of the opposite view. I do think the buyout market's going to be really interesting. And you mentioned him in, and, uh, in, in quite a disrespectful uh, manner earlier in Who? Kemba Walker. You know, there's going to be some guys who will be available on, on veterans minimums who will potentially give a team a, a, a scoring push off the bench. So... The Suns might be looking uh, uh, to have uh, one or two pieces. Like I, a, I want to talk to that squad that needs an undersized oh, guard in this age. Goran Dragic could be available too. Is know. he an undersized guard? Well, I mean, he's he'll, he'll be available. So these, <laughs> there's going to be these vets that will be out there. And and I think that that's always something that you want to you wanna take a look at, you know. Um, so mm-hmm. let's see. I, I mean, that's why I, I put it here because it's not a discussion to have. It's just a, mm-hmm. think about this for next time. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. It's been sensational. Um, this is the Post Up Podcast. Make sure you interact with us on our social medias. Um, we've got all our handles, at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook, and go to postupzone.com for all of your information from an African perspective. Uh, we leave the show right there. Counter, it's been sensational, and we thank you all for listening to the show. <laughs>